Scarantino, and this is the Get the Fuck Off podcast. Every week, I'm going to be talking about a new topic to help you guys get the fuck off the shit that doesn't serve you anymore. But first, let me tell you a little bit about me. I used to work as a bartender, and I lived in the New York City bar scene. I smoked between a pack or two a day, and I was what you'd call quite overweight. I learned that the secret to adopting a healthy lifestyle is a series of mindset shifts. Unfortunately, they don't always come with an owner's manual, so I decided to start this podcast to give you guys the nuts and bolts without you having to do all the research on your own. Getting healthy does not mean you have to sacrifice your outstanding personality, and it actually can be quite a fun journey. I'm really excited to have you guys on that journey with me. Let's get off together. Everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Get the Fuck Off podcast, where I once again am going to try to attempt to introduce a new way of thinking to you all. I look at the analytics of my program, and I know that most of my listeners are in the United States, and thus we are kind of playing around with this Western mindset that that seems to be impeding on all of us, and making us feel less than in in certain ways. And today's topic is about a concept that was introduced to me a bunch of years ago. So I posted day one on my Instagram story, uh, maybe like two days ago, and I had a friend respond to me that says, ooh, exciting. And then I had another person, uh, a client of mine, write to me. And uh, also along that same line, like was very excited about day one and, and what I was doing. And that was sort of the response that I thought I was going to get, believe it or not, because I remember when this concept was introduced to me. Somebody that I follow on Instagram years ago posted something on their Instagram story that said day one. And I was like, oh, I, like it was somebody that I really admire. And I was like, oh, I wonder like what, what this person's up to, like what, what they're getting up to now, you know, like all this other stuff. But then like the next day they posted day one. And I was like, oh, I, I wonder what happened yesterday. Like, I wonder what that was about. Like, why today is day one? I thought yesterday was day one, but, you know, I'm not not really sure. And then, like, the third day it said day one. And I was like, this is really weird. Like, okay. But after about a week of day ones, I realized that the point of the, the post was that every day is day one. Like, every day is day one. And... I I get the whole that we all have sort of heard that every day is the first day of your the rest of your life. And also, I want to tell you that you build from today. So this is where people are probably going to think, I already know what Andy's going to say for the rest of this podcast, but that's like totally not true. Because a lot of people what they want to do is they want to set goals and they want to set those goals to be so far away that it's just defeatist to try to even get to them because we can't build from a place of the future or the past like we're only here now on day one and I I adopted this concept and then I started working one-on-one with women um, and a lot of the women that I work with are women that struggle with their bodies and women that have been enveloped in diet culture. And I have been told by these women that the phrase day one is triggering. And 
I want to tell you that you are so heard in that. You are so heard in that. And when I ask a follow-up question, I'm going to try to blow your mind here. And I don't know if it will, but I'm going to try. I said to these women, what's the most motivation? Like what day do you have the most motivation in anything that you do? Any of those things that you ever attempted, anything that you ever did, what was the most motivation? And they would say, day one. And I was like, so it isn't day one that's really triggering. It's motherfucking day two. Okay, so here's the thing about about it all. You never leave day one. I'm going to explain. When I was getting certified as a running coach, they said, what's the biggest challenge for a beginner runner on day one? And the answer was, get them to come back on day two. Because while day one is empowering, day two is, oh, fuck. Like day two is a day that nobody wants to reach because it doesn't have the motivation of day one. And we always are either, like, this is why I don't count days in sobriety. I'm going to tell you a quick story. I don't want to get on too many tangents. But when people count days, what happens is they are just, it's like they are pulling a rope and attaching it to a time in the past. And they're either thinking about that time and how long it's been since they've been at that point Or they're thinking of an imaginary time in the future that they want to get to that they're not yet at. And they're not centering themselves in the only time that we can make change, which is right now. I wrote about this in my email. Maybe like a couple of months ago, I wrote about if somebody doesn't drink for 700 days. And I talked about this with Dr. Eric Fields on this podcast. Somebody doesn't drink for 700 days. If they go on like this massive drinking binge on day seven, like the the 701st day, well, then they drank that day. And the next day, if they don't drink, then they have 701 days of sobriety. They're not back to one. They still have 700 days where they didn't drink. They only drank on one day. It doesn't, it doesn't start over. We always are going back to day one, back to day one, back to day one. And that whole mindset of starting from scratch, I'm, I'm this or that, it doesn't, it doesn't serve us. It's grounding us in a time that isn't now and it's not allowing us to exist in present moment. And the only time that you can make change is present moment. So when I was telling the 700 days story in my email list, I had one of my subscribers, a good friend of mine, we've done some work together. She wrote back, she wrote to me and she said, I had a visceral reaction to this. Like I felt that, like, like she didn't say these words, but like she felt it in her body. And she was um, thinking about how almost like a sadness for me, like as if I was talking about myself, as if I was the person that that happened to. And I wasn't. It was a fictitious situation. But I would have think, well, if I drink today, then what does that mean? Like I don't need to a- attach a disempowering story to that. Like if I drink today, then I drink today. And then tomorrow I wake up and it's day one. And then the next day I wake up and it's day one. And the day after that I wake up and it's day one. And that was sort of how I went about building my business because I woke up on Monday, March 16th, 2020, and I went to work at my job at a restaurant, a job that I absolutely couldn't stand. And I was already, you know, into sobriety a couple of months. I was well into recovery and I was, I was just ready to kick that job to the curb like yesterday. And that was the day that we got the word that 
all restaurants were manned like mandated to be delivery and pickup only and all non-essential employees had to stay home and New York City was pretty much shutting down for COVID-19 and I thought okay it's day one and then the next day I woke up and I'm like okay it's day one and then the next day I woke up and I was like okay it's day one and what happens is you never are dissatisfied on day one because you wake up and you're building from what you have like in front of you and I and this is an, I'll give you I'll give you a running example in, in a second but I'm going to talk about just building my business there were times where I could say oh I'm uh, well I only have this many people on my email list or oh I only have you know this many clients I mean there's a time when I was getting clients one at a time you know like in the early in the early days and it was I, I could have chosen to be dissatisfied about that but I know that things build on each other like on itself so I wake up and I'm like oh look at this is what I have today and I'm gonna build from here rather than oh my god I don't I'm not you know making seven figures I'm not you know doing all this because that doesn't serve anyone because then we just feel like we are failing at everything so every day is day one like every day you wake up and you you insert that enthusiasm the key is to never hit day two you never get to day two you stay in day one all the time that running example that I was going to tell you about was that since the beginning of 2020 I have run and I I looked this up to write my email this morning um so you're going to see this in the description of the podcast because I'm lazy and I'm just going to copy paste the email but um basically I've run 5,079 miles since the beginning of 2020 which um I know people that could blow that out of the water but for the average sedentary person, they'd probably be like, what the fuck? Like, what the fuck? And uh, according to Strava, that's 774 hours of running since the beginning of 2020. Since the beginning of 2020, I, over 5,000 miles, 774 hours of running. And it seems like a big number, but that, that, that's, that was never big to me because I never looked at it as, oh, I, I want to go run 5,000 miles because like, I would have been so defeated at that idea because I would go out then and run four miles and I I would still have like um, like over 4,990 miles to go. Like does that sound motivational to you guys? It probably makes you want to kill yourself. Like I mean not really but you know what I mean. Like it's terrible. And um, I never thought oh I have this this end point it was just I get up every day and in the morning I thump thump I I get up and I go running and some days I run a lot of miles and some days I don't run many miles and some days I don't run at all and some days I stay in bed and eat bacon egg and cheese in fact I eat bacon egg and cheese way more than I probably should eat bacon egg and cheese because I love bacon egg and cheese because I live in New York and that's the sandwich of New York bacon egg and cheese (laughs) like that's what I do but I I have had plenty of days of laying around and not running and I've had plenty of days of sleeping in and I've had plenty of days where I've spent more hours in front of my computer than I would like and people will hear 5,000 miles they'll be like does that woman ever do anything but run it's like actually I do a lot more than run I have so many idle hours of nothing that go by in addition to working I mean there was a time when I was working four jobs and I was still running and I still had plenty of time 
plenty of time. And the reason that we think things are overwhelming is because we make them too big. But if every day is day one and you just think, what can I do today? How does my body feel today? I feel like I could run two miles today. Okay, so I run two miles today. Tomorrow you might wake up and you might think, I feel like I could run seven miles today. And for you, that's not realistic. That's fine. But it might be someday. Because you're going to wake up every day on day one and be like, I feel like I could run two miles. And then after about 60 of those day ones, maybe you could feel like you could run five. And then maybe on, you know, your 90th day one, maybe you'll feel like you could run 10. And, and, and it just goes like that. But every day is day one. You're not moving away from a time and, and measuring the time from the start. And you're not measuring the time to an imaginary finish. You're just here on day one. And you're building with the thing that you woke up with in the morning. So if a weight loss is a goal of yours, I I meet a lot of women who that is a real goal. You have the body that you have today. Appreciate the body that you have today. What can I do for my body today? Everything in service. I talked about this in a previous podcast about service. Everything in service. How can I serve my body today? I mean, what, what can I do to serve my body today? And if you have a day where you end up eating a pint of ice cream, I just did that three days ago, that's fine. The next day is day one. So maybe you don't feel like doing that the next day. It doesn't have to be, oh, on Monday I ate a pint of ice cream, so let me go and eat Taco Bell every single day for the rest of ever because I already fucked it up, man. That's it. I already fucked it up. Like this is our our mindset. I already fucked it up, so who cares? It's like, no, every day is day one. Every day is day one. And you wake up with that refreshed mindset. It doesn't have to be triggering. It's filled with possibilities. Every single day is the first day. And that's the day that you wake up and you get to decide. And that works great with the um, my good friend Martin John Garcia who's going to be on the podcast. He talks about recovery in terms of recovering from versus recovering to. When you're in the recovering from mindset – That's like when we're giving up something or we're trying to change a bad habit or something like that. A lot of people are inclined to want to count days because we want to think, okay, this is how long it's been since I I have done this. And I did that in the beginning with my smoking and my drinking and the recovering from where I was like, okay, oh, I've gone 30 days. Oh, I've gone 90 days. That is really empowering. But when does it stop? Because eventually you're just continuing to look back. You're looking backwards instead of forwards. And at some point you're fucking free, baby. And then you can start recovering too. You can be like, and recovering too is getting the you back that you were before you picked up the shit that doesn't serve you. That's what the Get the Fuck Off podcast is all about. Uh, I don't know if I mentioned this because I forget the things I said three seconds after I say them, but Martin John's going to be on the podcast coming up in the next couple of weeks. So you're going to get to hear all about that. And uh, his model of recovering yourself and the work that he does, it's really inspirational to me. Um, He's a wonderful guy. So I was actually talking to him earlier today about this concept of day one. And he brought up the idea that if you plan, like if you set up your coffee the night before you wake up so you know in the morning you make coffee so this actually applies to me because I do set up my coffee uh, the night before I go to bed I actually do I set up my coffee and then in the morning I crawl out of bed and I I hit the button and I turn on the coffee machine well he had said to me um, that if you do that then what happens is when you make when you wake up in the morning 
you don't make the choice as to whether or not you're going to have coffee that day because the program is already running, right? So like every day, if we set up our coffee the night before, what happens is we wake up in the morning and we turn on the coffee and it's like on autopilot. Remember, our, our subconscious is running the show like 90 to 95% of the time. I think it actually might be 95 I have to go and fact check that. So you guys can go ahead and Google that if you're not sure and it'll tell you really quickly. But it it is running the show most of the time, the majority of the time. And the more action we can take to interrupt the subconscious, the manual override, like I talked about in my um, my last episode. I think it was the last episode. It probably was the last episode. The manual override. The more we can manually override the program, the more choice we have, the more agency we have in how our life goes. Like that's that's just it. So if you're setting up your coffee at night before you go to sleep, you're enabling yourself to allow the program to run the next day. Whereas if you don't set up the coffee, then the next morning you get to actively decide if you're going to be a coffee drinker or not. You're going to just actively decide, okay, is today, am I going to be a coffee drinker? I mean, I remember when I switched from buying cartons of cigarettes to packs of cigarettes where I was like, okay, I'm going to switch to packs because then every day I have to make the conscious choice, am I going to smoke today? Am I going to choose to remain a cigarette smoker today? Like, am I going to make that choice that today I am a cigarette smoker? And I made that choice for an additional, I don't even know how many years, like, a whole bunch of years <laughs> like I made that choice. I think it was like maybe like four or five years where I bought cigarettes every day by the pack I mean sometimes I go out of town and I like stuck I go to North Carolina like driving through there with my my ex-boyfriend and I down 95 one time I remember we stopped and I grabbed a couple of cartons of cigarettes there and you know I'd go to Pennsylvania to visit my mom and I would grab a couple cartons of cigarettes there but for the most part it was every day I made the choice am I gonna be a smoker today And that also like falls into alignment with day one. When we're thinking about things like smoking or coffee drinking or or whatever we're going to do, today's day one. So every day you wake up and you have the agency to decide, am I going to smoke today? Am I going to drink today? Am I going to eat like shit today? Am I going to eat well today? Am I going to take care of my body today? I like to run. Am I going to run today? And if every day is day one and there is no day two and there is no point that you're looking back at and there is no point on the horizon that you're looking forward at just thinking about what you want and then looking at what you have today and saying okay what can I build today what can I build today follow like like Allison Sutter said that I had on the podcast uh, a couple of weeks ago follow your highest level of excitement take it the highest that you can take it if 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 the highest level of excitement for you is to just move from despondent to really pissed off that's a win like follow your highest level of sight of excitement and just follow it as high as you can go Day one, every day is day one. We wake up today, we live today. Today is day one, today is day one, today is day one. Tomorrow is day one, today is day one. We only have day one. Our subconscious mind does not understand the psychological time. Like that was an invention of man. Like we think about the past and the future, but neither of those places are real places. That's why all of our anxiety lives there. It either lives in the past, thinking about things that happened, or it lives in the future about scenarios that may happen that are likely not even right and likely don't even exist. Like we do this shit and we don't, yeah, like we just, we, we just, oh, we just make up so many stories. It's fucking, fucking nuts. But anyway, like that is what I would like to really talk about today like that is what 
I really wanted to kind of solidify is this concept of day one and just every day being day one. There is no day two. Day two is a disempowering motherfucking day of failure. Day two is awful. Day one is powerful. Day one is the first day. Every day you wake up, it's the first day. It's the first day. You wake up every day, it's the first day. And we're not, we're not designed to think that way. We're designed to think in long, lofty goals that go far to the future. We just leave so much space between us and those goals and all of that stuff. It's just not... So that's why when I work with clients long-term, uh, we keep notes and I encourage that for present moment awareness. Uh, we need to stay in the present. It doesn't... This is why, you know, people waste their time being with you know in either in therapy or with coaches or whatever they'll be they'll be wasting their time for like three years because what happens you have a session you feel good and then seven days goes by between that session and the next session and you revert back into your old ways you just don't stay in present moment you fall out of present moment and then you're not making change because you're either living you're living in the past or you're living in the future again like you're you need more you need more <laughs> more you need more. You need more going on. Like you need more awareness into the present. You need more awareness in little baby steps so that you could see yourself start to shift. I was writing with a client just yesterday about how we've compiled 171 pages of notes. She's a writer, so she writes She writes more than than a lot of people that I've worked with. But the thing about it is... She's starting to see shifts, like pretty significant ones. And they're just going to, that's just going to accelerate. That's just going to keep going. She's going to have accelerating returns and she's starting to see it. And she always told a story that she was a person that gave up. And it's like a lot of people do. A lot of people give up because we are trained in Western society, action equals reward. And we're not trained to that's what that's why we always get to day two like action equals reward and I didn't get the reward so I fuck it I don't want to do it so it's like but if we're on day one every day we just do a series of a hundred and I don't even know how many days has been since we started working together but like every day is day one then every day is day one and then all of a sudden when you look back at all of your day ones if you've you know for all of the reasons that we that we keep our our journaling or whatever and if you just take a little glance I'm not saying live in the past but take a little glance you'll say oh my god I have made it far I have made it far because I did it thump, 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 just like my 5,000, whatever the fuck. I don't have the number. I put it away in front of me, 5,070 miles. I don't know. Um, That wasn't done with an end goal. That was done thump, thump, one foot in front of the other over, over the course of time. And yes, now I get to relish in the fitness of, of all that work and I get to sit and I get to look at myself and be proud of myself and talk about that on the get the fuck off podcast sure I get to have that but that was thump thump one foot in front of the other just 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 go just go and it's gonna happen every day is day one don't get lost in psychological time of the past or the future you are here now and now on day one now and now Andy Petronic says that a lot and now and now and right now, <laughs> I always think of that. Whenever I say that, I always think of him. And I never thought about, um, I never thought about that before him because I never thought, oh, wait, and now, and now, 
So, yeah, now, 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 now. Okay, what's happening now? I am building, I am building, okay, so first of all, you guys know about Power Hour Fridays. So I am going to put my email from this morning in the description of this podcast so you guys can read it, and there'll be a link in there to Power Hour Fridays. That's going on. This week and next, uh, the last two Fridays in May. So I've already done a couple on the first two Fridays, and I I want to do more. So those have been really valuable. So if you guys want to sign up for those, just go to my website, go to the navigation, Power Hour Fridays, and you'll find a link. Don't feel awkward. It's not weird. Don't worry. When you put your name on the calendar, I will reach out to you first via email and just introduce myself so it's not strange. You don't feel like you're just getting face-to-face with a stranger that you never seen before. Like, I promise I will go through the process of the of the introductions and the formalities and all of the things. Like, I get it. People feel awkward. I totally understand. But don't feel awkward. It's totally fine. Um, really. Honestly, we wouldn't even have to go through that. Like if I had a rando on my calendar, I would just open my eyes and I'd be like, all right, day one, here's this rando. I'm going to hit the Zoom start meeting button and I would see who appeared in front of me. Uh, but trust me, we can go through the the email exchanges first if you want. Um, so yeah, you go to my website, getthefuckoff.com, Power Hour Fridays. If you feel weird and want to talk to me first, Andy, A-N-D-E-E, at getthefuckoff.com. And then I'm looking to, I have resisted this for a long time, but I am looking to launch my first women's only group program um, that is centered around this concept of staying in present moment and building from today. And that is coming. That is coming mid-June. I have already laid the groundwork. I've already invited the first few women that I want to be a part of it. These women are people that I firmly believe are going to shape the culture of this program. So when I was doing training for Bubba Gump, it was very important that we the the training team was very important when you go to openings or things like that. And the training team in the stores were very important because we had a culture and we worked to preserve that culture. Like that culture was a very big piece of what we were. And uh, even when we were bought by a, a larger company, which I'll, I will say nothing about, but uh, I will only say that I, I have no good things to say about them. Um, we worked autonomously to sort of preserve that culture for as long as we could because that was really important to us. Very important to us to preserve that culture. And um, I think about that now starting this community and I think about it in terms of like also being a beta tester for Wisdom App. Um, I wasn't the most active, I mean, I participated in more talks than I gave, but that beta tester community of Wisdom App, which uh, you can find me on Wisdom App, by the way. I'm just at Andy. Um, yeah, it's hard to say. I don't think that they have a function where you can search for anyone yet, but I'll try to find a way to put a link for you guys. But Wisdom App was wonderful because the beta testers of that community were the people that really had a massive impact on what that community ended up looking like. And now it's a very personal development centric slash spiritual slash real mentoring community with one-on-one intimate conversations. So, so intimate. And that would have never existed had it not been for that first core group of people. So that's what I'm really doing with this right now. Like over the next few weeks, I'm going to be talking about this on all my socials. I'm going to be talking about this here. 
uh, I, I'll talk about it even on the podcast episodes that I have guests. I do have great guests coming up, so I'm so happy to have them. Um, but I will talk about it here as well, just a little bit, so that you guys are in the loop on what I'm doing. But what's going to happen with that is that um, I have that, that core group in place, and I'm just going to start building the tech pieces. And hopefully by mid-June, that is going to be open for enrollment. I would like it to start at 15 women. I I firmly believe that 15 women is a good number because, and you know what? Like I thought about, I know that a lot of the people who listen to the Get the Fuck Off podcast, at least on Spotify, I didn't used to run analytics, but I did take a look at Spotify analytics recently. And I know that a lot of you guys are men. And I'm not opposed to working with men, but I'm not going to open this group to men because there are a lot of men's only groups. And I feel that there aren't as many women only groups. Um, that could be bullshit. Like that could just be like my perception and what I'm seeing. But I hear a lot of men say things like, I'm in a men's group. And I don't hear a lot of women saying, I'm in a women's group. And um, I think it's important. I think that it's a really important thing. And for, for the way that just from the work that I've been doing, I think it's important for women to have a safe space like that. So that is really what I want to create. I want to see that exist in the world. Sometimes I I end up working with somebody and I don't see them have a lot of positive community. And I think, God, I wish I could just, I could just coax this person to go find a community. And now I'm like, why don't I just fucking create the community? Like, I, I don't know what the hell's stopping me from creating a community for people. Like, I, I've always um, been resistant to creating a community. And then I remember that without a community, without the whole life challenge and that community, I wouldn't be where I am. Because even though I don't particularly love groups, I also know that they're necessary. And I know that community is important. So that is going to be coming mid-June. Keep your eyes peeled to all of my socials. Stay here. Uh, You can subscribe to get my emails, breakfree.getthefuckoff.com. And uh, that's where you can also get updates. I always reach out to my email list first with updates. So yeah, keep your eyes open because it's coming. All right, everybody, that's it. Until next week, you guys can take care of yourselves, stay safe, and uh, I'll be back next week. Stay beautiful.